This NFL Week One Picks and Bill Burr edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. The NFL is back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at the one million dollar top prize and compete for over eight million dollars in prizes across all contests. Enter code SGP to get a free shot at the one million dollar top prize with your first deposit. That's promo code SGP only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sportsbook with NBA, NHL, college football, MLB, and the NFL back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay pred providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Finally, don't forget to sign up for the free roll football contest where we're giving away up to $5,000 for the best NFL handicappers this season. Sign up for free today at sports gambling podcast.com slash contest at sports gambling podcast.com slash contest. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of circuit Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Riot Real Money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer Dog? Well, do we get a song? Do we get a song? Where's want- the energy, Sean? I, uh, my voice is hoarse from yelling <laughs> at the video monitor. But you're right, Ryan. The NFL is back, and so is my NFL song. Football is back, and it's awesome. Football. You got beers, wings, and dip. Yeah, fuck. COVID. COVID can't stop football. It can't even contain football. 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 Nonstop. Nine hours back to back to back Thursday night, Monday night, doubleheader Monday night football. It's just a avalanche of gambling action. Football rules. It really is awesome, and it's football. Yeah, football's back, and everyone said you can't have football without a bubble. Well, where's our fucking bubble? It's nowhere. They're maniacs. They're gladiators. And what are they doing? They're gonna be playing football out on the field this Sunday, this Thursday, this Monday night, a doubleheader Monday night. Tons of games. Twelve games Sunday. One game Thursday. Let's fucking go football. All right, that felt great. Just had to get that all out. Got Lose my out. mind. Get amped up about football. Wow, really peaked. Really peaked there. You're gonna have to do some mixing over there, Ryan. 
All right, we got an awesome podcast for you. We will, Football. yeah. If I, you didn't tell by my uh, song, it's it's here. It's officially here. We did the college football one. We did the DFS picks podcast oh. yesterday. Mm. It felt like oh, football's kind of here with DFS, but now the actual we got locks, we got dogs, yeah. we got three team teases. We're I know it's be- close because I'm getting stressed out about all the entries I got to manage now. All the different things you got to fill out: lineups, pools, contests. I got to make sure I'm filling out my Betsperts picks picks for the free roll football contest. I got to make sure I'm filling out the circa millions. Circa so. millions. We're doing that. We're doing the odds shark capper cup. Jesus Christ. We're doing it all Ryan. And uh, yeah, uh, you mentioned the, my the free bookie roll. super contest. my bookie super contest as well. Make sure you head over to Sean, which one are you doing? Are you doing the grown man? hundred dollar one? Yes. Are you obviously. doing the baby $10 one? I'm obviously doing the, <laughs> the hundred dollar of super contest over at my bookie.ag. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to need some more of that research money to, to sign up. We're doing them all. We're, yes. this is our year. I'm feeling this good. is our year. We're going to be having a giant. We're going to be holding multiple giant checks at some point in this season. Hopefully. Brian, the free roll football contest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. That's where you sign up. It's completely free and it's very easy to do. All you have to do is download the yeah. BetSperts app, uh, go to pro, hit groups, join our group, and then each week you just pick all the NFL games against the spread. And the cool thing about BetSperts and what's a little different about this contest is it, it's it's just like betting at a sports book. So right. the lines will change. If you see a line you like, go and lock it in. Once you lock it in, you can't change it. So you got to figure out when you want to place your bets on these or picks rather place all the picks and really spread the word. We are we're right now. The prize pool is only at $2,500. We can get up to $1,500, but we need your help spreading the word. Sean, you can do better, but we need your help. You can look in the camera. Okay. We need your help. We we need your help. We we need your help. <laughs> there you go, Ryan. I think the hey, four other, time sold people. Other thing it. to point out, um, you you not only can uh, can you lock it in like you're betting at a book, but you can also uh, adjust the book that it's sourcing the line from. So oh, okay, uh, some a couple different options. So. Needless to say, it's like betting. If you see a if you if you see an opportunity you want to take advantage of early, you can do that. Unlike some of those other contests where you have to wait for Wednesday night, Thursday morning for the line to lock. Yep. So, so different in, angle. Sign up, spread the word. Let's get that prize pool up. Of course, we're going to be doing a pregame show Sunday morning, nine a.m. Pacific, noon East, uh, bringing you you know all the late breaking injuries, line movement, that kind of shit. Uh, check us out on Twitter at gambling podcast. We'll be streaming it live there on our YouTube page, Twitch, we're going to blow those sure. fucking nerds away, blow their minds Football. and, uh, of, and we're going to be doing Thursday, Oh, Thursday night or tonight, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, we're going to be doing a little pregame show as well. Kicking off five o'clock West coast time, eight o'clock on the East bringing you up to the start of football. Yeah, it's here. It's all happening. Ryan. Holy shit. Holy shit, indeed! All right, I, I think uh, let's give a quick shout out formally to mybookie.ag, the presenting sponsor formally. of the podcast. Use our promo code SGP, get a hundred percent deposit bonus. Play when you get paid. All these lines that we will be breaking down after the Bill Burr interview, courtesy of mybookie.ag. Again, the super contest where they're guaranteeing a hundred thousand dollar first prize. Are you kidding me? 
It's all over at mybookie.ag when you use the promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. Joining us on the line, actor and comedian Bill Burr. Bill, it's great to have you back on the show, but it's also great to be talking NFL Week One. How excited are you that football's back? I was just telling you guys, I was so excited. I thought it was today because I got to do a podcast with somebody. I'm like, why did he reschedule for five o'clock? You know, West Coast time. And my buddy had to talk me down, like, dude, it's tomorrow. I can't wait. I'm so psyched that the NFL is playing some college football too, SEC. Yeah, SEC. Uh, Red State, they wear no masks. We're going to go out there without face masks on this year. I love it. (laughs) Leather helmets, they don't give a shit. No, it is funny how the the college conferences just broke down on party lines. Like, hey, if you have a Red State governor, you're definitely (laughs) playing college football. Blue State, oh, you can't even mention the word football. Yeah, Joe Bartnick from the Puck Off podcast was the one who turned me on to that whole idea. I was like, oh my God, he's right. Yeah, uh, Joe's great, hilarious comic, great uh, NHL podcast. Well, of course, the Patriots, a big story, obviously. Tom Brady out, Cam (laughs) Newton in. Now, for me, right now, I'm seeing the chatter. It's a love fest right now. Cam Newton, oh my God, I love the organization. Bill Belichick hyping up a player in the media. I never thought I'd see that. The fans seem to be buying in, but. I don't know, man. How long do you think the leash is for Cam Newton? I can just imagine a three interception game. He comes out to the press conference wearing one of those hats and a scarf and, (laughs) and just the city turns on him. How long do you think the honeymoon lasts? Listen, the problem out here is nobody can see this thing clearly because they've hated the Patriots for so long and they've done everything saying, Oh, they, they took the moisture out of our Sharpies in our locker room. That's why we (laughs) lost by 35. People hate us so much and they so want us to have a losing season that rather than getting into how much fun, if you're truly a football fan, this is going to be to see Tom and Bill Belichick separated and then to see what Belichick does with Cam Newton. And, you know, our receiving core is, you know, I don't know where that's at. We lost five guys on defense. There's a lot of stuff going on where I'm anticipating we start slow And everybody in the sports talk media was like, should they have given Tom the money? (laughs) And I think Tampa Bay starts slow. I think there's so many new moving parts. People have to get familiar. I think you're going to see a lot of Tom and Cam Newton doing this stuff, being like, I thought you were going to the inside. You broke outside. And I bet early on that they're going to be saying stuff like, uh, was this a bad move for both people? (laughs) They're going to be doing all of that. They should never have broken up. They were perfect for each other. That's what's going to happen. I think this is just, you know, a comedian here. Well, I played organized football class preseason in third grade. My dad saw CTE coming. He pulled me out of it. <laughs> he was um, he was ahead of the the curve there he was with ahead the CTE. Of the game. Crush, you're knocking your brains out out there, Bill. Well, that is um, that 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 Seinfeld bit where he said, you know, he's breaking down football, and it's like instead of avoiding the head cracking activities, <laughs> we just developed a helmet so that we could still do the head cracking activities. Yes, exactly. Um, so I would say that what I feel like this, I think they're both going to start off. I'm not saying they're going to lose, but I just think it's going to be, it's going to be clunky. You're going to try to get on the same page and the disease of, of the internet and 24 hour sports news network to keep the plate spinning negative, negative yes. has more inertia. It's yeah. easier to keep it going. than if you go like, well, you know, just give them a couple of weeks. Um, so well, well, yeah. I'm, and, and I'm looking forward to all of it. And um, one of my favorite seasons real quickly of watching bill Belichick coach was when Tom Brady, unfortunately got hurt 
and you got to see Matt Castle come in and you watched him design an offense around a guy's skill set, which is like, I mean, there's coaches as great as they are, they do what they do. And if they plug you in, you can't do what they do, then you're out. Belichick can like, like adapt. Um, so I think in the long run, it's going to be a great thing. I mean, Cam Newton's an unbelievable player. Um, and and I, I also like that we're going to see who is right. Yes. Was no, Cam it does. Newton difficult or is the <laughs> Panthers maybe not the greatest organization? And yeah. I'm leaning towards, uh, I don't want to trash the Panthers, but I just feel like, <laughs> I just feel like, you know, you know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, I mean, we got Cam. If you got to lose Tom Brady to get well, Cam Newton, that's well, probably you, the best way you it, can. And you know it worked out well for the Patriots because it pissed everyone off. I mean, Cam Newton, pennies on the dollar. And I think we already kind of know there were some issues with the Carolina franchise uh, before that. So, yeah, no, obviously, Bill Belichick does not praise players. And that's the thing that you notice. He's praising Cam Newton's work ethic. So, I think there's going to be so excited. He finally has a mobile quarterback. He <laughs> <laughs> went from drew Bledsoe to Tom Brady. I mean, they're two statues they're about as slow as I am, but I, I think um, it's exciting to see Tom in uh, Tampa where I, I heard they have a decent offensive line, great offensive weapons and everything, but going up against the saints. I mean, I mean, that's their division. I feel like, and uh, you got drew Brees and like, like I just really feel this week, you know, Tampa Bay going up against the Saints. The Saints is a solidified unit where I feel like Tampa, like the Patriots, is is gonna it's gonna gel as this season goes. So I think there's gonna be a lot of overreactions one way or the other. Yeah. Like, is it gonna be Cam and Tom in the Super Bowl? <laughs> or is it or it's gonna be like this was a big mistake for both people. Well, and, and the Patriots, they've normally treated September in the past years as the preseason. Yeah. And then especially with no preseason, them starting slow it is not out of the realm of possibility. And to specifically get to that game opening day, week one, they're at home against the dolphins who always kind of give them trouble. The dolphins coming they into always town, do. they always split against us. Yeah. And uh you would have thought that we'd get them. But the thing was, is they used to kick our ass all the time because they went from Bob Greasy to Dan Marino. So that was like a, almost a 30 year beat down between the two of them. <laughs> and then we started, you know, splitting with Bledsoe. And then we won a lot with Brady. But even with Brady and some of our best teams, there's just something about your division rivals. They, they know you, they're not afraid of you. It's just, um, it's, and it's also the greatest thing that the NFL has is parity so that, you know, every game counts is, um, why I fell out of love with the NBA. I just can't get into the pylon teams. I can't yeah, do it. 82 games and then just stars becoming friends yeah. and like forming these super groups. It's just great to what have. If we all get on a yacht <laughs> and just decide where we're all going to play next year. It's just, what if we all just got on the same boat? Uh, it's well, all the, I mean, it's they, the bachelor, it's turning into the bachelor. They really aren't that far from it with the bubble. I mean, the bubble could have been out on a giant yacht or like an aircraft carrier. And it's just a bunch of guys hanging out, having it, a great it, life, it, which is fun. And God bless them. But uh, it's not, you're missing the intensity that you get with the NFL. If, if you stop the description before you explain that there's basketball going on in the bubble, it is the, it's the bachelor. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a new world. <laughs> now, although there's a lot of good stuff. I like what Milwaukee was doing. And I think uh, uh, Jerry Ferrara called the heat before the, uh, the playoffs. So he's looking like he's, it's looking pretty good. Well, so yeah. Far. And Jimmy Butler is yeah. one of those old school guys <laughs> who just doesn't give a shit and seems like he actually hates guys out there. And <laughs> I, I'm so pissed. The Sixers let him go. Like we need an intense guy like that on our team. 
All right, back to the Dolphins, Patriots. Okay, sorry. No, no, no. This is I I mean uh yeah. How dare you interrupt football talk with basketball talk? <laughs> the Dolphins are getting six and a half in New England. To me, that line feels way too high, especially I mean the last game the Dolphins played, they went in and knocked the Patriots out of the well, not out of the playoffs, but out of the out of uh, having to buy for the playoffs. I don't think they're scared to go in there and compete. And again, to your point, I think Cam is gonna have just struggle with the flow, with the continuity and Miami's coming in. I, I think Brian Flores is a great coach. I'm on the dolphins catching six and a half bill. It sounds like you think it'll probably end up being a close game. Where are you at with that one? Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can really compete last year. I mean, we have a completely different team, but the dolphins, I think, but they picked up some guys. They got that, that kid from Buffalo and I heard they got a, a decent running game. Um, I I like the Dolphins in the points. Ooh. I hate to. I mean, I obviously I think the Patriots are going to win. I'm rooting for my team, but you know I got two kids, so if I'm <laughs> trying to make some money here, I like you know Ryan Fitzpatrick. They like they're just solid. Um, I'm still. I don't know what the Patriots have. Last year, our biggest problem at wide receiver was it was Edelman was the Edelman show. So they would just double him and we just lost too many. Nobody else was a problem. So they, they could kind of shut him down by the only way to shut down Edelman is to double the guy. And that's what they did. So that became a problem. So I know running games. All right, but I just think it's going to be um, a close game. However, however, the mobility of Cam Newton yeah. to pick up those first downs when people are covered might cause them to cheat in. They say, "Oh, this is why gambling." They always pick the perfect number, but no, I'm it's it's, say, it's right there where great number. I, but I I, w- I would take, I I'm, I would take Dolphins, uh, and I would take the points. Kramer, you're uh, you're also I, Team Dolphins. I mean, what are they doing when they're laying six and a half? They're begging you to take the Patriots. They're saying, "Hey, look, it's not seven. And while I think Cam, I, I do think Cam could ha- be successful because he has athleticism. Because I'm sure that they've designed a offense that will work from the get-go. Probably a lot of designed runs, a lot of read option. But yeah, I'm taking the points because I have no clue. I mean, Cam Newton hasn't looked good in a long time. I, I, it's I, that, I love that. That's why we got him for nothing, dude. Let me tell you something. If somebody's open, buy low, sell somebody's high. Somebody's open. That guy can stand in the pocket too. I'm already defending him. I'm on board. Yeah, no, let's go. Drinking the Cam Kool Aid as you take the dog with the points. As will I, Sean. Or is it is it a trifecta? Yeah. No, no, no. I was just saying. I don't. I don't look at Cam like he's an athletic. No, you're right. He can play the position. And he can run like a like a wide receiver. Well, and, and going to the other uh, the other game where Brady's making his debut in a Bucks jersey oh. in New Orleans, and again they kind of have the perfect line here where you could make a case for both sides. The Bucks are getting three and a half points oh. in New Orleans. I, I'm going to take the Bucks here. I, I'm I have a lot of questions of them for the entire season. I do think they end up winning the NFC South. And if you look at it, New Orleans has had a history, also kind of like the Patriots, great team. Uh, you know, win a ton of regular season games, but they start slow. Like if you look at the last six years in the first two games, they're combined two and 10 with the two point win against the Texans, the three point win. How much did that, how many players are gone from then? I love when they go over the last 30 years when it's outside <laughs> and they're raining after guys in the stat are like dead. Like, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. This is my favorite tradition of every year. Well, I, Bill I shits on Sean's <laughs> trends from three years ago. It's great. I just don't understand. <laughs> 
I don't hey, get it. I dust off the trends. I throw them out there. I'm being a great no, point guard, it. setting up Bill for the. 2006, when they played on this surface against a team named after a bird, it's just like I don't even know what that is. I will say, are they? Who's going to be checking the Saints to keep that decibel level to seventy? Yeah, because it's no fans, and they have a history of rigging crowd noise. But I mean, that's a tough spot. I, I hear you, Sean. But a tough spot to go in in New Orleans, no matter fans or not. Who has a history of that? The Indianapolis Colts. Well, uh, uh, well uh, yeah, the Colts probably a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let's throw some crap their way. Those pieces. Never, of shit. never trust a team that plays in a dome. <laughs> never trust a team that plays in a dome. Yeah, they got caught too. Yeah, they all get caught. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what about Seattle? Seattle Stadium sounds like a dome. I went to a game there. Talking as loud as there, like the way they designed that thing, man. It's, I mean, good on them. They got away with it. <laughs> yeah, no, you feel like you're in like an echo chamber, literally, and anything you say, yeah, no, it, it Seattle, totally Se- yeah, I mean, Seattle is like the Formula One teams just trying to find loopholes in the rules. They they found a way to make that stadium loud without a roof. So, so Bill, what are you doing in this game? Tampa Bay getting three and a half oh. points in New Orleans feels like it should be a close game. I got but- it. I know this is crazy. This is crazy game because I'm my whole my gut is just telling me Drew Brees, the Saints. At home, but it's Tom Brady. <laughs> you can't I, I, quit him. Listen, Tom Brady, I'm telling you right now, he's doing what Joe Montana did late in his career. He goes to a new team. Uh, Joe Montana made Kansas City a playoff team, did not win a ring. And if you think that's not motivating this guy, if you yeah. think he's not going to come out there, button heads going, let's go, let's <laughs> fucking go. I got to uh, go. I got to go with Tom Brady. And he's he's got his buddy Gronk there. Yeah. I I think and Bruce Arians, you know, he's just been <laughs> sitting there the entire offseason just salivating at this game. It means this game opening night means way more, I think, to the Bucks uh, than to the Saints. Just because it's not a, it's not a must win for the Saints, but in a weird way, I do feel like it's a must win almost for Tom Brady. At least he's going to be feeling that pressure, yeah. and he's certainly a guy who's who stepped Tom up Brady to the plate. Feel pressure? No, he doesn't. Unless he it's coming from his backside. Before. And then he slides, gets the ball downfield. Well, Bill, uh, you mentioned you. Uh, oh, Jesus! Was he, you just giving him shit? He's got six rings. <laughs> no, no, no! I was saying he feels pressure, meaning he has great pocket <laughs> awareness. It was, it was a compliment. I wasn't. If I was, if I was gonna bust his chops, I'd start talking about Super Bowl Fifty Two. But I, I don't need to go there. Wait, dude! You know what I love about you, Eagle fans? You went one and one, and you're acting like you were undefeated. Hey, I just want to applaud your quarterback for not puking in the huddle. <laughs> hey, McNabb, he had a little uh, stomach hey, virus how'd there. How'd your Flyers do? Oh God, that's that go. game Didn't the seven. Celtics play the Sixers this year. <laughs> that Who was cares. <laughs> of all those, the uh, the Celtics How about sweeping those the Sixers. 1960 Philadelphia Eagles, and let's not forget the 48 and 49. Well, they well, hey, won hey. an NFL title too. Yes, exactly. And Chuck Bednarik, who is Jersey, is framed hanging in my living room. And I my- can't find the clip, but my favorite, one of my favorite NFL film clips ever, is is a I say his name Bednarik. Bednarik, yeah, he's Bednarik, from my hometown. Right? They ask him, "What do you think about today's game?" And he just goes, "I wouldn't watch today's football game, and you paid me." He got all, he got all like his neck. He made Dick Butkus and like Mike Ditka look chill. Uh, he was that guy with his fingers like this. I love oh him. yes, he was. Uh, he, he's from my hometown, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and we had a football awards banquet. And he came there. That was like the big thing. Chuck Bednarik's going to give you the trophy, and uh, he hands it. And you're right, like he had that mangled hand where his like <laughs> finger is like 90 degrees the other way. And yeah, this like, pinky was literally like 90 degrees. Here's the thing about Philly. 
is I love all your teams. It's your fans yeah. that make me root against them. I was happy for you guys. I don't, you know, I mean, I would like that the Patriots won, but I was happy that you guys won it. But then you guys, I don't know. You got, you know what you guys are like Philly fans. You like a comic. That's just dirty for, for dirty sake. <laughs> Shock like at this value. point, they, they rubbed your balls all these years. Hey, through batteries. It's Santa Claus, which is really just a misdirection because they're stabbing people to death out on the West Coast. <laughs> Ooh, did you throw snowballs at somebody? Now you guys got to top each other. So you got to like puke on, on a little girl. I just feel like at this point, it's just like, uh, it's like Fast and the Furious Part 7. I mean, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's run its course. Well, for I, I, I was against puking on the uh, little girl. I, I was, as an Eagles fan, I'm against that. But you're right. It is funny how Eagles and like Patriots fans, I'll lump you guys in there, get a ton of crap. But then uh, Dodgers fans are, are putting guys in comas and like crazy things go out in the West Coast. But oh, they always come shot during a preseason 49ers <laughs> Eagles game. I mean, a, a Raiders game. Yeah, who cares that much about preseason? I mean, Sean, we almost watched someone get stabbed at a 49ers yes, football we game were with at, a beer at, bottle. At Candlestick <laughs> Park, and the guy goes, You want to talk about the Ravens? Breaks it, and then it's just like going around the parking yeah. lot. I mean, at least I'm, no, it, 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 it's not a joke. Out here, like it's it's, it's uh, the East Coast is with fists only. You know, it's like it's, it's, it's like it's yeah, the, the producers, you know, behind home plate. Those guys aren't intense fans, but don't kid yourself. There are intense, crazy fans yeah. roaming the lots and 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 getting into it. Bill, uh, oh, appreciate boy. you calling in. Before we let I you go, said that the '83 Sixers are my favorite team of all time, and oh. I would put them up against the '96 Bulls. Moses Malone against Luke Longley. I'll take that all day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, it was so fun watching that that Jordan Doc and and getting mm. to relive some of those Bulls teams. But yeah, I mean, there were uh, plenty of good teams in the '80s, especially that could probably hang with those uh, those mid era yeah, Bulls. Doctor J, I think, is going to do enough to help out. Moses is going to dominate Luke Longley. You got uh, the Boston Strangler, Andrew Tony, Mo <laughs> Cheeks. Come on. Yeah. They could never use a nickname like that now. Boston no, Strangler. No. Oh, that's too problematic. We're not going to use that. No, you could not. That's one of the greatest names ever. That guy <laughs> was unconscious when he went into the Boston Garden. It's a different sport, back What's then. his face? To this day, I heard Danny Ainge still tells horror stories about him <laughs> trying to guard him. They're like, what was it like playing Jordan? He goes, fuck Jordan. Andrew Tony. <laughs> yeah. That guy was like hitting him from like the hot dog stand. Well, those are the guys you got to worry about the guys with nothing to lose the guys that are out there just to, to make a name for themselves. And uh, oh, yeah, he man. was a player, dude, that guy was a player. What happened to him was he had uh, foot problems. It cut his career short, but anybody who played with him, there was, you know, when that guy was on, there was nobody like him. You know, I, I put it to, he wore the low cut Dr. J's. He didn't wear the high tops, but he didn't have ankle problems. I don't yeah. know. I don't know shit. <laughs> Whatever I said, bet against it. <laughs> That's that. Is that, is that going to be your lock for week one? Take uh, bills picks and go against well, it. What I heard was bet against the Patriots bet on Tom Brady. So there you go. That's uh, that's how you heard it. No, I said the Patriots are still going to win. They're not going to cover. Okay. So you, <laughs> imagine your bet. There. And, and do you have, do you have Tampa Bay covering the three and a half winning outright? Where are you at with that one? Um, I have them. Ooh, are they going to kick a field goal to win it in the end and not cover? Oh no, Tampa. Tampa's, Tampa's the getting. Tampa's going to win. I Tampa. think Tampa's going to come in, win the game outright. Um, love it. And that's probably because I, I love Tom Brady. 
All right. That's your love of Tom Brady talking. TB Bill, 12, baby. Appreciate you calling in the podcast. And uh, yeah, make sure you follow Bill on, on Twitter. Check out F is for family and uh, King of Staten Island as well. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate the All time, right, let's man. Let's go, Pats. I'll see you. Now is the time to celebrate that football is back. And DraftKings, man. Leader in one day fantasy sports is putting you in the center of this weekend's action. Over $8 million up for grabs across all those contests. I mean, I, I'm saying it, but I'm I'm also living it, Ryan. I am I'm a draft king, as you know. <laughs> well, so coming queen. up on the and three Prince? year Yeah, a draft joker, I'll take that. Three Prince. year anniversary of my two hundred thousand dollar DraftKings win. I am doing a I'm doing a um an anniversary lineup where with everyone. I, well, I mean, a lot of guys aren't in the league. Antonio <laughs> Brown being one of them. Theo Riddick, uh, Lashawn McCoy, who I have no, I do not want to play at all. He was in the original lineup. I put him in this one and uh, tried to fill in the rest of the guys there. Tariq Cohen, who actually could be a good player in 2017 week one and yeah. 2020 week one. I think there's a case for him. But again, sign up over at DraftKings. Download that app. Use the promo code SGP for a free shot at a $1 million prize. It's just that easy. Use the promo code SGP and for a limited time. Yeah. $1 million top prize compete for over $8 million in prizes across all contests. And don't miss the extra special week one bonus enter code SGP. Again, get that free shot at the million dollar top prize. Make it rain at DraftKings. minimum $5 deposit required eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Make it rain. Make it rain, indeed. Mm. Kramer, let's do it. Just right into it. Right into the picks. Yeah. What else is there to uh, talk I, about? Nothing you want to mention about the off season. You're not any f- closing words about your Eagles. No, right. All right. We're gonna talk Thursday about the Eagles night, when we talk about the game. September 10th today, probably as you're listening, 5:20 on the West Coast. The Kansas City Chiefs host the Houston Texans. A rematch of a game that was pretty dang god good, Sean. I can't believe we didn't do any decaf nose beers. I really wanted to. You're telling Grab me they're bad run. juju. No, I don't want to. I don't want to throw well, the bad la- juju. Last year we did decaf nose beers before the week one podcast, <laughs> and we had a horrific against the spread record. I'm not touching them. All right, Kansas City hosts Houston. Both uh, quarterbacks happily paid. Kansas City minus nine and a half. This was 10. We've been touting it at 10 all summer. It's now nine and a half. Gives us a little bit of pause. Minus 420 on the money line. Houston plus 330. 54 and a half is the total. Sean, we, this is a game we've probably discussed more than most on the show over the uh, over the break, we'll call it. Yeah. I, we're both we're obviously both on the side of the dog here. I think. Yes. Unless I'm a, you've changed your tune. No, but, no. I already d- I already bet Texans, but does the move to the, the move to nine and a half give you pause before recommending it to your client, Sean? Your your betting family. Well, I I would actually recommend. There's a breaking Uh-oh. news: the spread at mybookie.ag has been moved. They're doing the promo, <laughs> a fifty dollar bet, and you can get Chiefs plus fifty four. Yeah. So that's that's I mean, lock that up. A fifty dollar bet at, at Chiefs plus fifty four. Only six teams have not covered. Uh, or I've lost by more than 54 uh-huh. points so that they're fine there, but I'm taking the Texans nine and a half. I'm taking the Texans plus 10 are already bet Texans plus 10. 
and and the Texans hung with this Chiefs team. Now you remember they beat them 31-24 in the regular season. Yep. In the playoffs, they were up, and then yeah, Patrick Mahomes went off, completely dismantled them, and it was kind of yeah. downhill from there. However, in that first game, Carlos Hyde had 116 yards rushing, a touchdown. They controlled the game, and I think that's what they're going to try to do. Uh, Thursday night. We mentioned on the DFS podcast, we talked about David Johnson. You mean my captain in my showdown lineup? Yes. I'm talking about your okay. captain, Thank David you. Johnson. Uh, I think what scares me certainly is if the Chiefs offense just goes completely bonkers. Uh, they could they could certainly boat there race. Them. There, there, there's always that, but both and, and really both of these teams, you look at them. And and while it's easy to say, well, there's a lot of questions on Houston. There's a lot of first of all, Bill O'Brien's the coach. He gave away DeAndre Hopkins, but oh, maybe he was disgruntled. Uh, they brought in a guy who was good four years ago, and David Johnson. Maybe he's going to get the ball a lot. What can he do? This does seem to be a dream matchup. What concerns me is the Kansas City wide receivers going up against the secondary. And to your point, if it's going to go bad, that's where it's going to go bad, and it's going to go bad quick because it's going to be Tyreek Hill or Hardman just. Busting the roof off the defense, as they say. But I, I, I do think Bill O'Brien's going to luck into another close game here. I, I think you know Super Bowl hangovers real. This was a weird year, and you, there's no way Kansas City is putting it putting it down as hard as they should be. Now, whether or not Bill O'Brien's getting the maximum out of that Texans team, that's another story. But Deshaun Watson is a winner. I'm sure you're going to tell me the stat of what Deshaun Watson is against the spread as an underdog. Six and three against the spread as an underdog of three and a half or more. He's not. He's not a guy who gets blown out. And that playoff game, if you looked at the final score, fifty-one thirty-one, yeah. that certainly was a blowout. But I think that was kind of the outlier. If you play that game ten times, Texans have the ability to move the ball against this Chiefs team. You talk about uh, about Andy Reid losing his edge, Ryan. My Kansas City source. Who's living Uh-oh. in the Kansas City area? Uh, who may or may you not have a new source. This is fun. Who Deep may throat. may or may not be uh, taking performance-enhancing drugs and is a huge Chiefs fan and likes to give us a ton of shit on Twitter. Maybe the same guy. Maybe <laughs> not. He has been telling me. He's been feeding me information that Andy Reid is living at the facility. He's seen his <laughs> truck there at 3 a.m. and at 11 p.m. Okay. Andy Reid is as hungry as he has okay. ever been, and he's also pointing out that. Kelsey, he's not worried about the injury, and uh, he's going <laughs> to dominate. Any negative news? No, it's all positive yeah, news coming out from Kansas City. I just think this is going to be a game. This yeah. just feels like a game. And Texan, the Texans aren't a team you give this many points to. And the Chiefs' defense had real issues, like they just did. And granted, they were able to overcome them. But in back-to-back games in the playoffs, they needed a crazy comeback to win. I, I think at some point that catches up with you a little bit. And again, yeah, sure. they're awesome at home when the crowd's there and they're juiced up at twenty-five percent. I don't know if the adrenaline's going to be there. Do they play the supplemental noise to get it up to seventy dB? I'm sure they're going to be pumping in something. And I do think uh, for this schedule in general, quarterbacks who can produce off schedule, because I think it's going to lean to overs uh, generally this week, one slate going to lean overs. That's what it did in 2011. I wouldn't be surprised if more overs hit this year. I think the offensive line, they're a team that a a unit that kind of works together. They could be missing assignments. Quarterbacks going to have to run around and make plays, and that favors Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. But both of those guys are guys that run around and make plays off schedule. So 
I think I think it's just going to be a back and forth affair. It's going to be close. Give me the nine points, the ten points, all day. So, so you're definitely not advising you blow up your survivor pool week one Thursday night football with the Chiefs. No, I, I think you're crazy to take uh, the Chiefs uh, again. It's the biggest spread on the board, so maybe that's the strategy. But I would I would not advise taking Kansas City at home. The slippery slope with with betting on a bill, bill O'Brien team is that if it's going to go, it could go bad. Like it did in the playoff game. Yeah. Rapidly. It can unravel rapidly, but and Andy Reed, too many points. Let's Andy Reed again is a guy that's great with extra time to prepare 20 and 10 against the spread and season openers. Oh, that's the chiefs in general, but Andy Reed also a guy who does well with extra time generally and, and shows up in home openers. Ah, just, you know, yeah, I don't know. This this is a weird year to handicap week one spots. I just like you said, too many points. Let's move over to Sunday, Sean. The, the Miami Dolphins. Tua not getting the nod. It is gonna be Fitz Magic. I know you were worried about that, Sean. New England, Cam Newton, laying six and a half, minus three ten on the money line. Dolphins plus two fifty five. Forty three and a half is the total. Oh my goodness. Uh, we talked we talked about this one with Bill a bit. And while while everything in my 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 heart and my mind and, and everything about gambling and Bill Belichick says, what the fuck are you thinking about? It's short of a touchdown. This is the spot. You grab the Patriots. You don't think about it. Cam Newton will be fine. But why are they making it six and a half, Sean? They're begging us. They're begging us to lay the six and a half. Not gonna do it. And no, we're not going to do it. This team, they they're riding high. When it comes to confidence against the Patriots, the Dolphins are at a 10-year peak. Maybe not since the, the 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 deployment of the Wildcat. Have they been so confident against this Patriots team? And you've heard the talk of it all off-season. The defense is going to regress. The defense is going to regress. And if the defense regresses, and oh shit, by the way, some pretty key members of that defense are also sitting out. Uh, thanks to COVID, and and you factor in just the concept that Cam Newton maybe not at a hundred percent in this offense right now. It, it gives me a lot of hope for this Dolphins team. A lot of hope for this Dolphins team because, as funny as it sounds, decent amount of continuity on this Dolphins team no, coming, especially on the offensive side of the ball, I, an I, offense that shredded Gilmore and that number one defense. Yeah, I mean that's what I was nailing in the hammering that home in the Burr interview. And this is a little nugget we didn't get to during camp, um, it, or this is a quote from one of the Patriots beat writers. Uh-oh. During camp in a limited scheme environment, Newton completed less than sixty percent of his passes, threw five picks, <laughs> and took several would-be sacks, waiting for Uh-oh. someone to get open outside of Julian Edelman. Oh, no. There could be storm clouds <laughs> a brewing in New England, and I and I think Burr nailed it where he said he's, he said that everyone's reaction is going to be like, they never should have got rid of Brady. What are you doing? Well, and just imagine uh, ma'am Newton and his little uh, scarf and <laughs> like a shawl at the press conference. I, I don't know, man. The other side of it is, you know, cam cam gets the win is one and oh Brady. Oh, and one that's a, that's an equally as amusing. What does the media do with this storyline? And, and, and certainly you you could go broke fading Belichick and maybe him and McDaniels have a nice scheme drawn up for uh, Cam Newton and they got it all figured out. But I yeah. like Flores. Like they, they seem to play for Flores. They have a bunch of young talent there. Mike Gusecki is a little nicked up, but they said he's going to be good to go. And I, I love him in the red zone. 
especially with all the uh, the guys on defense that opted out. Yeah, I think it's gonna take a while for that defense to figure out like, okay, who's got who's got the tight end? What's he doing? <laughs> I think Gasecki. I'm predicting a Gasecki touchdown if he doesn't get a oh, touchdown. Okay. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Well, I I, I think the the key here is that. Miami is just one of those teams that last year showed. I don't want to say too dumb, but they they certainly don't really give a shit about the situation. And whatever Flores is spewing, they're they're buying. I think you buy the the six and a half here. I don't think you worry about it needing to get to seven. I I do think we're gonna you're gonna hear a lot of people giving the Patriots out as a as a a, a popular play, a may, maybe even a five star. Wow. I think a lot of people are going to be trying to buy low it's a on this baby Patriot fucking wheel, man. And as much as I think Belichick's a great coach, Belichick's teams are not designed to be great week one. They're designed to be great week 20. So I, I don't think they need to come out and crush it here. Oh man, Sean, it is nice to be picking football games. We didn't get to do preseason this year. No shit. Next up Sunday, Cleveland heads to Baltimore where the Ravens are seven and a half point favorites, minus three sixty on the money line, Cleveland plus 348 and a half is the total. Sean, we learned this week that Odell likes to be shit on. Uh, any chance? Breaking news, Ryan. And we and will Earl Thomas be at this game? It feels like maybe he can. That could have been a great matchup, Earl versus uh, Odell Beckham. Could he console Odell? Maybe. Well, I did tweet out that you know that was his favorite part about Cleveland is the very, steamers. Very nice joke. And and the the latest I'm hearing injury report: Jarvis Landry, yeah. that hip is okay. And I think Landry, we didn't hit on it in the DFS podcast, but he might be a guy you want to play and, and work into that DFS lineup, especially when it's become clear that uh, Odell is the number two receiver. <laughs> Someone tweeted in that joke. I forget their name, but. Uh, I retweeted that oh. gambling podcast. They deserve credit. That was a that was a gem, Ryan. But I, I think the Ravens to me, the Ravens, I could see having a little chip on their shoulder, being in a little bit of FU mode. Yeah. They were a really good team last year. Disappointing loss to Titans at home. Now they got the punk ass Browns coming to town who once again, quietly, they're the post hype hype <laughs> team who the, the media just can't get enough. Baker, uh, Baker. And I just don't think Baker Mayfield's good. If he comes in, and normally Cleveland plays Baltimore well, but I think in this spot at home, week one, I'm Ryan Chalk here with the Ravens. Um, the Browns, the Browns center had a knee injury that he was dealing with most of the preseason. He's coming back, but there's Greedy Williams, and we're taping this late Wednesday, didn't practice today for the Browns. That's got to be concerning. I, I think they scheme up a couple deep balls well, uh, for the Ravens. Do you remember week one last year, what, what Lamar Jackson was doing? Putting up fifty. Yes, and that was they slinging the rock. No one saw it coming, and, and it'll be interesting to see what Stefanski does. I do think Kareem Hunt's going to be involved yeah. in a lot, catching some passes out of the backfield. But the the Ravens have just a a solid defense. I, I think they're be they're. It just feels like they're going to handle them at home. I think they're really going to be fired up, and in that FU mode, I think they cruise seven and a half again. Ryan, this feels like they want you to take Cleveland. Because they're saying, oh, seven and a half. You need that extra half. Well, and it, it was eight. It has come down. And I think when you look at this Cleveland team, I fully expect this team to be able to rush the rush the passer, but I don't know if I I don't know if their strength is going to be shutting down a team like Baltimore. That being said, I'm probably a little higher on Cleveland than you. I just yeah. don't think it happens right away. 
And and the one thing I would caution here is if 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 we see this Baltimore defense take a small step backwards, that's like if, if Cleveland comes out and just smashes the rock, plays solid defense, beats them at their own game. Interesting outcome. I think Baltimore's in the mix for a survivor play. It sucks that it's division matchup, but they're not losing this game at home. We I again, I I'm going to talk about some home field advantages and I think I think Harbaugh and this system at their place, a place that they have had a pretty solid home record. Uh and, and you just have Cleveland. They they maybe they get there this year with a new coach. But I I don't think it starts early. So yeah, I'll get. I'll take some chalk. Well, and I'm not super high. Why, why are we agreeing, Sean? This is not the. I'm Ravens. not super high on the Ravens overall, uh, like season long. I, I still think they're going to be good, not as good as they were last year. I think they regress a little bit, but week one against Cleveland, it, it just the matchups favor them. They're going to be. They're just going to be jacked up. I, <laughs> I just don't see them getting pushed around by this Browns team. Next up, Sean, the Jets. Your your Jets, maybe. Odell a true brown. Odell is a true brown. <laughs> I saw a picture of a cow with a pile of cow shit on the top of its head. Uh, that and it made me think of Odell Beckham. So, uh, Jets head to Buffalo, where your your Bills, Sean, Josh Allen, they're laying six and a half point. It's been a long time since that should feel normal. Bills laying six and a half minus three hundred on the money line. Jets plus two fifty. I wrote nine and a half for the total, Sean. I'm going to guess that's incorrect. Yes. And I'm going to guess it's 39 and a half. Yep. Uh, so I don't know. Th- this Jets team, I go back and forth. I, on one hand, I say, hey, maybe take a sprinkle of them to win the division. On the other, it's like, fuck, it is Adam Gase still. It's still Adam Gase. There's nothing I can do about that. And. While everything in my mind tells me, look, everyone's going to be on the fucking Bills this week. It's six and a half. The yeah, same, that's the, same the only thing, thing that's the scares same me. Thing we just said about the Miami Dolphins game. The Jets falls in that same bucket. A lot of hype around the Bills team this year. Uh, the media, including yourself, touting them as potential division winners. Hell, their odds are even the favorite to win the division. Yeah. Th- what's scary about taking the Bills here, and I- I'm going to be on the Bills because I'm big on the Bills season long and and just at home against this Jets team. Yeah. What scares you about the Bills is, oh my God, Bills hype. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? We haven't had Bills hype since the Jim Kelly era. That's scary. That the Bills Didn't go well that back then. They're not in a position to deal with hype. We'll no. see how it goes. The the thing and but they're also, a solid team but with who's, a talented roster. From a gambling perspective, though, who's betting on the Jets this week? Well, it, that's it, that's the problem. No one, Sean. That's the problem. We know how this works. Sports books don't lose money. Here's the thing: the Bills could have the one of the best defenses in the league in 2020, and you look at that Jets team. Besides the fact they have Adam Gase and Adam Gase 30 and uh, 34 as a head coach, which you're like, all right, that's not horrible. But that factors in a ten and six his yep. first year with the Dolphins. After that, it's been six and ten, <laughs> seven and nine, seven and nine. Like he's not he's a poor a man, winner. Jeff Fisher, <laughs> and just the whole like Frank Gore could be getting the bulk of the workload just because Adam Gase doesn't like Le'Veon Bell. No, they already announced this. They they made up. It's all good. It sounds like it was a misunderstanding. No, it's not. He clearly hates the guy. And Denzel Mims, Jamison Crowder, and Brashad Perryman all dealing with injuries now. They were all full participants Look. in practice, but they're all <laughs> nicked up. And you got them going against this Bills secondary. I just don't see it. Yeah, here, here's the problem. The line tells you to take the Jets. 
but I'm with you. You can't take, I, I need to see the jets do so. I know the jets were seven and nine. I know I laid out a case as to why the jets could be a surprise team this year. And, and I know a lot of that is going to would, would come as a surprise in the form of the offense being explosive against this Buffalo team. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And I think this is the kind of game that has us very early season talking about Josh Allen in the same way we talked about Lamar Jackson last year as he puts in a five touchdown performance. Give me the Buffalo Bills. Total is strangely low here. Uh, is this to a, um, well, I think cause they don't expect the jets to score points and that's why it's at 39 and a half. But again, I think any, the jets were a decent team slowing down the run at times. I guess that's the angle, but I, you know, in, I would again, say uh, and 70% and of the, 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 the tickets on the Bills. So it, it does feel like careful. we're going to have a lopsided overs or unders lopsided unders being all these offenses. They have no rhythm. They're out of sync. They can't complete a pass. It's a, it's going to go all under. This, this could be that game. Offside, uh, you know, to the other side, I, I think it's going to be the defenses. They don't know what their assignments yeah. are. The offenses are just passing all over them. Defense out of shape. They're running all over. They're, they're not tackling well because they weren't tackling in preseason. Sloppy tackling. I'm leaning to a bunch of overs. And if you had to play all 16 games, one side or the yeah. other, I would go over. And especially any of these totals that are like 43 and below. I, I think it's an auto play on the over uh, 39 and a half is a tiny number. I, I know we had some inklings of a thought that maybe this is first week of preseason rules applying, but yeah, I think the more that we've thought about it, the more that it, it's probably going to be the opposite of that. So uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so Sean, we just, we've gone through uh, a nine and a half two six and a half and a seven and a half. Like we, we, Surely we've picked, we've gone through a survivor pick at this point. It's it's such a hard week, even though there's some bigger spreads. It's such a hard week. Feels like a tough week. Right? Well, you say every week is a hard week. It's a hard job, but someone has to do it. All right. <laughs> Next up, hashtag The Lost Vegas Raiders. They're heading east, Sean, to head man, I, every every year when teams go east to play Carolina. It just seems like a tough spot. The Carolina Panthers. The Butler, Matt Rule, and the boys—they're three-point home dogs. Plus one forty-five on the money line, minus one sixty-five for the Raiders. Forty-seven and a half is the total. I can't imagine we're going to start disagreeing on this one because why the fuck are the Raiders favorite, John? We got to get our shit going mentally. Well, because everyone's hating on my boy Matty Rule they're and the Carolina be a bad Panthers. Team. They're going to be a bad team. But so are the Raiders. And the Raiders were seven and nine last year, but they were a fraudulent yeah. seven and nine. We covered this at depth. Yes. If you want to check out all the division preview podcasts, make sure you do it. But if you missed it, the Raiders, a minus 106 point differential. It's impressive. Yeah. It's really bad. Do, I do mean, you have uh, the expected win on that. Uh, the expected win total on that is like five, right? I don't know if you have that in front of you, Sean, but it, I mean, they were, they were a tremendously lucky team last year. When it comes to the, their their expected wins, and uh, again, Gruden is the coach. Did you see what they did with Lynn Bowden? They drafted a guy in a third round. They traded him for a sixth round pick. I'm. It's not the math isn't adding up there. Mike Mayock is not at the wheel. He is not in control of we the situation. Get our shit going and and the Gruden and the Raiders one and five against the spread in one p.m. East Coast games. <laughs> Not good, that's and it's level. a it's non-conference road game again. That's an easy one uh, to walk week, through. Week one, that's 
But week maybe one, a harder sell. Week one, new coach, Matt Rule, new era. And Whoa. I'm kind of talking myself into this Panthers offense not being too shabby because you bring in Teddy Bridgewater, who's certainly an upgrade yep. from Kyle, uh, you know, from what was it, Kyle Allen and uh, my buddy uh, Will Grier. So he's clearly an up the the Butler clearly an upgrade over those guys, and then super fast group. They tweeted out some of the fastest offenses in the league at least forty times, and you got McCaffrey, Samuel, DJ Moore, Ian Thomas, they and Robbie Anderson's Robbie fast. Anderson. Four point four six is the average forty time of those three guys. What's scary about the Panthers is their defense. They're starting three rookies. Uh, Eli Apple is injured. They're starting a bunch of like no name guys, but you know who coaches no name guys well? A guy with a college football background. Like this is the perfect team for a Matt Rule program, right? Because it's a bunch of young, inexperienced guys, guys willing to buy in. Last stat, Ryan. It's my stat of the day uh, for this game: seventy nine, seventy nine, seventy nine. That's the humidity in mm-hmm. Carolina. Uh, you're coming from that dry desert. Playing in humidity when you're not well conditioned, you're gonna just sweat your ass off. So to me, this is gonna be more a story about the 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 scariest part of this game is the the secondary of Carolina versus what projects to be a competent passing attack. Yeah, and and rugs maybe he goes off. I I wouldn't be surprised he has a couple of big plays. If I'm Matt Rule. And I'm trying to find a way to get my young guys going early. And I know this is a bit of an uphill battle. I turn on the game tape and what do I see? Put a little pressure in Carr's face and he shits all over the place. I expect Matt Rule to employ a all in philosophy here and just go for it. Go for some pressures. I don't think people expect them to go for it on offense. I think they will. Joe Brady has experience in installing an offense at the college level. Yeah. Uh, so a quick deployment might actually be something they could handle. Now, this is all about talking about maximizing the opportunity. I still think this is going to be a bad team, but I think this is going to be a bad team that people are stoked about the new era of Matt rule, because they're going to walk away from a win here in a very positive spot for the Carolina Panthers. Last thing I'll say as to why I love this three times today at my place of work, people, not big football fans. A lot of people wanting to know how they can bet on the Las Vegas Raiders. (laughs) This is not really, really like people are all in. I don't know what happened. I don't know if there was a hype video that went viral. People are all in. They have a cool stadium. We drove by that stadium yesterday. The stadium is cool. Kramer, you mentioned that Derek Carr shits all over the place, and I have breaking news. Odell Beckham has requested a trade to the Las Vegas Raiders, wants to be around that action. Oh man! Speaking of action, <laughs> BetQL. <laughs> that was pretty good. How do you get into shitting and give the eye? How do you not? All right, you got to be shitting me if you think there's a better betting app than BetQL. NBA, NHL, college football, MLB, all back in action, Ryan. And good news: the Carolina Panthers we just picked. BetQL is on the same side. Their best bet algorithm, making it a three-star pick. Mm. Apparently, 61% of the public is backing the Las Vegas Raiders. Told you. Good time to fade them. And hey, if you want all the trends, all the stats, all the behind the scenes betting info, then you're going to want to download BetQL. 
Get in that App Store, Google Play Store. And if you like their uh, premium subscription, go to betql.co, enter code SGP20, 20% off your first subscription. And if you're professional bettors like Ryan and I, that's a uh, write off, tax deductible. I don't know, consult your tax attorney. But seriously, I am not capable in giving uh, tax advice, but capable in giving you advice when it comes to gambling tools. Highly recommend BetQL. Yeah, definitely not a tax attorney, Sean. No. Seattle heads to Atlanta, where the Falcons are two point home dogs, plus 115. Ryan, take the Falcons here. Plus 115 on the money line. Seattle minus 135. 49 is the total. I'll lead with this, Sean. Absolutely the smart angle. Everything in my brain is saying danger, danger, danger. This is a trap. Take the Falcons. You're kind of. You you kind of entertained another another team that could have a positive story told this year if everything goes right. A lot of people are in on the idea of they played for Quinn. Could they turn the corner? There are questions about Matt Ryan. Is he falling off the cliff? Do they have one more year of offensive productivity? I lean more towards the defense will be a lot of, a lot of the same. They they won't be impressive. The offense will put up numbers. They'll still lose games because they're being outscored, even though they're scoring thirty points. Yeah. What's that being said, there's no fucking way I'm fading my boy, <laughs> Mister Unlimited, as he Unlimited. as he comes back to the scene of the crime. The game I think that sold us on Russell Wilson being a guy that can hang out in the studio with us. Yeah, being a guy that we're willing to go to war with because. He he said after that loss to Atlanta in the two was it 2012 2011 playoffs that wasn't good enough we need to do better boom run to the window 12 to 1 <laughs> on the Seahawks to win the Super Bowl next year the rest is history uh, chalky play of my my week because we're on we're on the public side here we're also it appears we're also on the sharp uh side as well hmm. with 70% of the money and the action uh on the Seattle side um, but this is just a play on, I think Seattle is going to have a year, Sean. I just, I just, this past within the past 24 hours, I put a wager on Seattle to win the super bowl, uh, Seattle to have the most regular season wins. I'm high on Seattle. I have them to win this division as well. I love the, the, the I love the, the get out quick here and perhaps I'm just being an optimist, but I, I no way Russ goes into this game and loses. No way. It, it what could go wrong? Yeah. Well, and Seattle in the same way that we pointed it out with the Patriots as a team that starts slow, Seattle has kind of had yeah, that same thing where they start out slow, lethargic Pete Carroll whips them into shape. You know, he, he's got his Jack Lane vibe and he's, he's just all there chewing gum amped out of his mind, but it's just so hard to take the Falcons here as a two point home dog. And I'm out on the Falcons. Cause we saw two different Falcons team one that started out one and seven. And I think that's the Falcon team. Everyone talks about, Oh, they played for Dan Quinn in his job. What about the first eight games? Where were they then? Like it was Dan Quinn. And yeah, they threw names in the hat and kind of pulled a couple wins out of their ass. But I'm just out on this Falcon team, at least early, maybe I'm way off, but week one, you kind of just have to take a lot of your preseason angles, your preseason predictions and, and just crowbar them into week one. Because that's all you got, especially with no preseason. Todd Gurley, I think that's a horrible signing by the Falcons. What scares me about Seattle, besides the starting slow, is maybe they won't be able to get a pass rush on on Matt Ryan, and maybe he'll be able to pick them apart. 
Julio, Calvin Ridley, that kind of thing. But I would say on the other side, again, I'm leaning towards quarterbacks that can make plays off schedule. And Russell Wilson is the best at that. And they said they were going to let Russ cook. I'm believing they're going to let Russ cook. He's Love got the cook. ingredients. He's got the, you know, instead of shredded cheese, he's got shredded guy in DK Metcalf ripped out of his mind who is just unguardable. Tyler Lockett, like they have tools. Let the man cook. He's got his apron on. He's got his hat on. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if Greg Olson is a big time fantasy contributor while he's healthy. Uh, I, I I think this offense is going to have a massive game. I think people are going to be very excited about this offense. Maybe too excited about Seattle after this win because I think the offense. I think they're going to deploy an offense that's going to look really really good on turf. Next up, Sean Philly, your Eagles. They head to Washington to take on the football team. That's so bad. Washington, a six point home dog. But then, but then also like it's kind of brilliant, right? Because a, obviously everyone just keeps calling them the Redskins because there's nothing else you can call them. Not me. And you just sound like an idiot complaining about the football team. I hate the football team. (laughs) Yeah. Or, Oh, Oh man. Last week I got fucking losers. I got totally fucked by the football team. Whoa. What's going on in your life? No, no, no. The, the football team, they fight. It's like a, you sound first, bro. You sound like an idiot complaining about the football team. So you don't do it. The football team burned by five teamer, bro. Sound like a maniac. Washington plus six at home, plus two thirty on the money line. Philly minus two seventy. Forty three is the total. You know, Sean, this is one of the games you got to circle and say, "Hey, now let's let's look at a very very key situational matchup that is heavily in the in the in the favor of the home team, and that's the pass rush of this red. I'm sorry, of this football team." Up against a offensive line that Lane Johnson, he's in most likely, right? Yeah, or, but or he's not, is he? He's not a hundred. I mean, he's not Jason locked Peters, in. Hall of Famer, old guy. Th- that would worry me. If I was an Eagles fan, I know you're going to talk about Deshaun Jackson and Carson. Yeah. This is Carson Wentz's year back against the wall, has to really prove something to the fan base finally. I don't love this this football team offense. I don't love the football team's ability to matriculate the ball down the field. <laughs> I think Steven Sims is going to be fun. I think you liked uh, Gibson all off season. He could be an interesting. Well, and, and even particularly in this game, the but, Eagles linebacking core not amazing at covering running backs out of the backfield. You know? So, but it, I, I think the story of this game on both sides of the ball is simply going to be who whose front seven can win, and I think. There, there's a, there's plenty of versions of this story where the Reds, the, the football team, <laughs> get off to a decent start. We saw it. I think it was last year, Sean. Your Eagles, a little bit of a, a, a trip at the start, took them a little while to get situated. They finally corrected everything. They ended up covering, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. You are mistaken. They did not no, cover. Did not cover. They won by like seven or six or seven points, but the spread was like eight or nine. But but why why wouldn't something similar happen? I, God forbid this pass rush and this lack of attention to the offensive line from the Eagles causes a Carson Wentz. What injury. do you mean lack of attention? What the fuck are you talking about? We no depth. It. No depth. Right. We spent a first round pick last year on Andre Dillis. I mean, he's just not cut we out to brought play in, in the Jason Peters. Well, yeah, they still paid attention to it. It's not like they just didn't realize they had to have a fucking offensive line. The guy just blew out his pectoral muscle. I don't know what to tell you. 
I mean, he's clearly not doing his work in the off season. Sean. No, anyway, he was. He I put say, on weight and muscle. I say all of that to say, this is a very appealing underdog. And uh, take him, Ryan. Do uh, it. I I would be hard pressed to to find a reason to not take the Washington football team until I pause and I remember that there there's no fucking way Dwayne Haskins and this bullshit hype I keep hearing about. <laughs> this is because you're he's getting all the second year hype that you think Danny Dimes should I'm be getting. I'm not done. <laughs> I don't understand it. Dwayne Haskins was objectively bad last year. He didn't play well and he didn't put up fucking numbers. He so, finished okay. So uh, for for those of you who think they're going to come out and be world. Uh, I think the story will be the Eagles defense that the Eagles defense could potentially outscore the, the football team offense. Wow. And, I like that angle. And and it's anyone who tries to convince you that Washington's a play here. I think it's a trap. I think, I think, I think more people will be on the, the football team. I think, uh, I think you're getting a little cute. I, I, I see the offensive line action angle. Uh, I do think Lane Johnson eventually makes it a go, but maybe he's not a hundred percent with that ankle. Maybe it's a recurrence of the high ankle sprain. Don't know exactly what it is, but Deshaun Jackson torched this team last year. And what's not to think they're going to do it again. They brought Ronald Darby. Why did the Eagles get rid of Ronald Darby? He can't cover. He's and they he's had a bad slow. secondary too. And the, the Washington team is switching from a three, four to a four, three. So that takes a little bit to figure out yep. and it's chase young's first game. So this defensive line, while I think they're going to be good, I don't think they're going to be their best week one. Like I, I think it's going to take them a little bit to switch from the three four to the four three to figure out all their assignments. And Ron Rivera, the dude has had to deal with so much fucking bullshit in the offseason between all the stuff Daniel Snyder, the name change, a new team, Jack Del Rio, uh, you know, in a <laughs> Trump boat parade, whatever he's doing, and and the guy is ill and like has Yo, cancer. The, can we talk about this real quick? Since when did boat parades become a thing? I don't know. The summer of the fucking boat parade. <laughs> the fuck is the world come to? Last time we saw it was a uh, the Red Sox uh, World the Series duck boat duck boat parade. Street. Yeah, I mean, I think I think and and the Eagles have beat the Redskins six times in a row. Like they just kind of have this team's number and twenty four ten like twenty eight seventeen. Once always plays well against the against the Washington teams and. To your point about the the, the offensive line, Wentz plays well against the football teams. Yes, exactly. See, you sound like a maniac. No one's ever going to say that, so you just don't mention it. You blow by it. They brought in Skangarello. Why? Because they want to play action, bootleg, rolling him out, getting him outside of the pocket. That negates the pass rush a lot, and that's Carson Wentz's strength is throwing off schedule. So I, I think that kind of plays in their hand a little bit. I I, I think they. I wouldn't be surprised if the Washington team is a little frisky at times, but I think eventually Eagles close it out uh, 30 to 17. All right. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's a two score game for sure. Like that. You can only, you only have to lay six and FedEx field. There's no sort of non fan home field advantage there. So next up, Sean, Chicago heads to Detroit to take on the mighty lions. Minus three for the Lions, minus one fifty-five on the money line. Bears plus one thirty-five. Forty-three and a half is the total. Matt Nagy is a giant pussy, scared to have a manly conversation with his quarterback. 
So he's got to feed him the lions first. Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky gets destroyed by Patricia and this shitty ass defense. It's the end for they, they pull the, they pull it quick. What are you talking Nick about? Foles Mitch, is, Mitch Trubisky is about to ball out against this lions. Oh, crazy. Team. I, I, I mean, you're crazy. to think he's a good quarterback, but crazy not to like this situation against the lions. The, the, I mean, Mitch Trubisky only plays well against the Detroit Lions, Ryan. He's has eleven touchdowns, four interceptions in his career against the Lions. Yep. Do you know who's second? Guess what the second team he has the most touchdowns against, and how many touchdowns? I mean, I'm sure it's uh, another. It, it can't be any divisional team, so I don't know. It's the Tampa Bay Bucks okay. with six touchdowns, eleven touchdowns. Okay, and their secondary got noticeably worse, losing Darius Slay. Like I, I think you're just going to be able to carve them up. And I love this Bears defense. They're finally healthy. Roquan Smith, ready to go. Like, I, I like this defense. And what are they going to be doing? They're going to be throwing to Anthony Miller, checking it down to Tariq Cohen. That's Trubisky's bread and butter. And the, the Lions will be starting a rookie cornerback. Like, I, I, I think you're just going to completely gloss over. And I think Mitchell Nagy, Trubisky is this rock to the core. Like, he, he lost his job. He said he got his He's confidence. He walked out on a fucking. He got his confidence back this summer, Ryan. And Matt you told Nagy, me I sounded like a maniac talking about the football team. You sound like a maniac backing Mitchell Trubisky right now. Yeah, against the Lions and Matt Nagy. This is a rare game where Matt Nagy is the better coach. Matt Patricia, not a good coach, Ryan. He's right up there with Adam Gase. Like, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Matt, Matt Nagy and his uh, his stellar offenses. Well, I. I don't see it. I don't think he's winning a shootout against Matt Stafford. That's the bottom line here. Well, and I mean, maybe you're more optimistic about. Yeah, it sounds like you're more optimistic about the Lions' offense. I think this Bears' defense can play. Why wouldn't I be optimistic about the Lions' offense? The Lions' offense looked great last year, and they've only added pieces like Adrian Peterson and DeAndre <laughs> Swift. They're just going to run right into that Bears' strength of stopping the run. No, they. I mean, I do think the. The story of this game will be can the Bears contain this passing attack of Matthew Stafford? The Hawk, TJ Hawkinson. I do like Kenny Galladay on the outside, Marvin Jones on the outside. Matt Patricia, 922 and one. Now, granted, Stafford was knocked out of there for a little bit, but he's not a good coach. All right. Take the take Trubisky on the road. Take, I will take the tra- against the Lions. There's a few spots where you want to take. Oh, it's, it's good. Mitch we, Trubisky. we finally disagreed. This was this is just what needed to happen. Next up, another early kick. The Indianapolis Colts and their new quarterback Philip Rivers head to Jacksonville, where Minshew and the Jags are plus eight at home, plus three fifteen on the money line, minus three eighty for the Colts. Forty five is the total. You know the the story here is they just pound the rock. It, 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 this is a boring game, and Indy walks away with a uh, twenty-four to ten win. But Gardner Minshew is the quarterback. Gardner Minshew is going to put up some points. And long cock. I'm, I'm guessing you're going to talk about how it's going to be hot down there in Florida. Ninety degrees, seventy-six percent humidity. Ryan, nightmare for a dome team. We have two dome teams playing in the southeast, where it's humid and hot as shit. We have the Colts. And the Vegas Raiders. I'm looking to fade both of them. I mean, there certainly is a formula where this Jags defense is just completely horrible, I, and and the Colts carve them up. But it's a tough first week for a defense that's really young. <laughs> completely you go against that offensive line, you know. And if anything, the area where the Jags 
you know, at least appear to be uh, potentially good is stopping is getting after the pass, uh, having a decent pass rush. So I don't know. I, I worry that the Colts can just get up and just lean on them. This is like one of those fights where the one guy's just bigger and stronger, gets him up on the cage, leans on him, And next thing you know, uh, it's a 17 point game. And even Gardner Minshew can't get in the back door. Well, but that's where I keep coming back to Minshew feels like he's going to put up points. I threw him in my DFS lineup because I think there will be points in this game. Well, and kind of similarly to the chiefs game last year where chiefs got out to a lead, but then Jags did come back late in that game. They outscored him 13 to 10 in the fourth. So I think there is, if you're getting eight points, I think there is a road to that back door and maybe just maybe this Jags team is kind of rallying around themselves. I I thought I was a bit crazy for taking the Jags until I saw this quote. <laughs> DJ Chark yep. says Minshew being voted as a team captain will bring a big jump to his already high confidence. Quote, he knows when he drops back, the entire locker room wants him to succeed instead of wishing someone else was at quarterback. So DJ Chark's buying in. Chris Thompson, he's going to be catching a ton of passes. I yeah. said that Jay Gruden, a little thing. And Jay Gruden offense, not not horrible. Like Jay Gruden as an offensive coordinator. At the uh, right I, level. Yeah. It's I'm fine with that. The Colts, I'm high on the Colts as a team overall. And I think they get the win. Certainly way more talent. The, so you're saying the spread is not dead for this matchup. Not for this matchup. I think the heat, the elements are really going to favor the Jags here, especially Colts have a lot of veteran guys, T Y Hilton, Phillip rivers. Yes. I'm going to throw them in a long shot DFS stack, but I do think guys like T Y Hilton hammies. We we've seen so many soft tissue injuries Yeah, teams that play in humidity. It's going to matter. I'm telling you guys are going to be cramping up left and right, especially a dome team from the Midwest. Yeah. It, for me, this is just purely like it's the grossest dog on the board. Everyone, everyone knows they're tanking. Everyone knows them as the team that's tanking. Well, and I bet you a lot of people load up Colts in the survivor uh, pool. I, I would imagine like not, we're not any sort of like pool game theorist, but I, I certainly wouldn't be playing the Colts in this spot. Cause to your point, well, there might not be home crowds. There are still home factors that can give a home team an edge. Humidity early in the season, certainly one of those. Sean, let's move on to the last early game of Sunday. The Green Bay Packers, they head to Minnesota to play in the spaceship against the Vikings. Vikings minus two and a half, minus 140 on the money line. Packers plus 120, 45 and a half is the total. Will the Viking man be uh, quarantined and on the sideline uh, to cheer on uh, the Vikings in this spot? That I don't know, but I mean, he no mask can hold that Viking dude, and he's going to be out why there. Why is this only two and a half? Why is this only? What do you think it should be a lot higher? Why is it not three? I, I think it was three. I'm guessing people pounded the Packers getting three points. Ryan, the Packers were 13 and three last year. You got to take the Packers. The Vikings lost Stefan Diggs. Who, yeah, I mean, haven't that, we seen this before? Dalvin Cook's gonna come out, run for two hundred yards, maybe get dinged up at the end of the game. Cousins gonna throw for for a couple hundred yards. I, I, I don't know about this one. I, I mean, it's a fishy line at best. Well, and it's a little worrisome that they haven't figured out the Dalvin Cook contract. He just said that he will be out there against Green Bay, but it's worrisome that that's hanging over there. How is a any bit? running back ever gonna hold out after what happened with with Melvin Gordon? Like, what are you doing? 
No, I, I again, he said he's playing. I'm just saying it'd be nice if that was tucked away. If you're a Vikings talk, fan, talk to Le'Veon Bell. How's he feeling? <laughs> Zimmer, though, again, Zimmer like and um, Andy Reid is one of those coaches good with extra time to prepare. Eleven and six against the spread with extra time to prepare since 2015. He, he's just a much better coach than Lafleur. I'm out on Lafleur, and clearly. Again, this is where my gut handicapping comes in. It's just not right in Green Bay. You've seen Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. Oh, Jordan Love, who looks horrible in camp. I, which, by the way, I, I love those. Uh, I love the stories of people just being like, "Yeah, so uh, unclear as to how this guy was a first-round pick." That's not a good sign. <laughs> no, it's like, a horrible. Why sign. are you taking a develop? Yeah, I, I like forget any of the 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 hype on Green Bay. This should still be a three-point spread. Uh, I don't know how you may, if anything, maybe three and a half points. Uh, will there be an edge playing in this building still? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, certainly they'll have some noise going in there, and and they'll crank it up. But uh, I mean, if I'm a Vikings fan, what I'm worried about is the inexperience of the defensive backfield. They had a lot of turnover yeah. there. I think I think it's a very simple formula for Kirk Cousins. One, it's not in prime time. A or sorry, that's A. B. He's willing to die if he gets COVID. He's willing to die like a true Viking. Just you know, put him and on. Dalvin a, Cook's healthy. <laughs> and Dalvin Cook's healthy. Like I, I <laughs> and we saw how you beat the Packers, right? Jesus, we're agreeing with the Forty ers How did they beat the Packers? They just ran it down their throats. The yeah. Eagles. How they beat the Packers? Ran it down their throats. The Vikings. What are they going to do? Run it down their throats. Oh, this looks like a good good one, Sean. Looks like it's going to be a good one. Is that one going on a TV? Vikings Packers? We'll see. No, Minshew's got to go up on a TV. Oh, yeah. Boy, Minshew. Got so much DFS uh, shares of Gardner Minshew. And we got Seattle, Atlanta. A lot of games to pick from, Sean. I mean, you're hearing me chomping at the bit to bet on Gardner Minshew. Don't you wish you were bet- booking my action? You ever think about becoming your own sports book? Now, literally, is the time. As you're hearing this, you can still sign up over at aceperhead.com slash SGP and get your sportsbook operational for NFL week one and start taking action. Use our link, aceperhead.com slash SGP. Get up to six weeks free. That's right, six weeks free of their awesome turnkey betting software. Again, stop trying to just beat the bookie and become a bookie. Don't worry, you can still gamble and be a bookie. Yeah. In fact, it's it's great to be a bookie and then 10 gamble. to 11 versus 11 to 10, you know, yeah, it's math I and use the money you make from being a bookie. Take it over to my deposit using promo code SGP, get paid all the ways aceforhead.com slash S G P Sean afternoon games. For some reason, the NFL, we waited this long and they still didn't find a way to get more than three games on. In the Why afternoon. do they, you have four TVs, Ryan. What are we going to do on that? Uh, there's TV? other sports. At least. I guess there is NF NBA playoffs. <laughs> nah, there well, more than most years. There's actually something we could put on a four TV. We'll figure it out. I guess baseball is going on one Oh five kick here on the West coast. The Bengals they're getting the bump, the primetime bump as they host the Los Angeles chargers. Chargers are minus three on the road. Minus one seventy on the money line. Plus one fifty for the Bengals. 42 is the total. Uh, this is another like chalky play alert, but I'm not advising anyone take Joe Burrow in his first game ever against Bosa and Ingram. Joey B. That, I, I get it. Derwin James, he's not playing. 
Uh, they made a big deal about it on hard knocks. Maybe that keeps this line from moving up, but I, I the chargers were a team that had played better on the road already. They don't, they, they didn't never really had a home home field in LA. Uh, and now they're playing a team that already sucked. Yeah. They, they have some offensive guys. That's fun. AJ green. Yeah. That's fun. Mixon got paid. Cool Boyd. He's going to be a guy. They drafted Higgins. This is all exciting stuff. The chargers are a loaded roster. Like as is with Tyrod, this is a pretty good team. This is at a minimum a 500 team and they're going to go in and just stomp all over the Bengals. I don't get this one at all. Maybe I'll be wrong and I'll get punched in the dick, but I don't see how the chargers don't win this game by 10 points. Well, and, and you know what, really, I was kind of going back and forth. I love really? Joe Burrow's confidence. I love his, I love his alphaness, Bro, but rookies, you know, well, what more so is the, the defense of the Bengals. I just don't see how you can slow down Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry. I mean, yeah, last year, DVOA. Yeah. And what have they done to address it? Yes. Nothing. I mean, I love, again, I'm on team burrow and I think, I think lock in the over here at, at 42, 43 points right now. My bookie, oh, I, yeah. I see it. I mean, I think the chargers get 28 30 and Bengals easily get to 2021. 20, now I I think the Chargers defense it should still be competitive. Yeah, they lost Derwin James, but really I love that shot in Hard Knocks of Tyrod first man in the facility that won me over. He's out there lifting weights like you can tell this is an opportunity for Tyrod that he doesn't want to fuck up. He's all in, and Anthony Lynn again seems to have the guys play for him right. Like, is he a great X's and O's guy? Probably not, but he's a guy that the Chargers really seem to want to play for. And I think they will in Cincinnati. Now, I think the only thing that scares you is that you have Joe Burrow, you don't have film on him, and he carves you up because rookies do have that early window where they look really good. All of a sudden you're you're thinking Daniel Jones may have a, a shot in the NFL. Oh my God, he beat the Bucks. Look, he ran in for a touchdown. This guy's awesome. And then reality hits. So there is a window early on where rookie quarterbacks can kind of play above yeah, their heads. Absolutely. But that being said, I, I think this Chargers team is competent. Like they're just a competent team, and I just don't see anything on that Cincinnati defense that's going to slow them down. I mean, I yeah. Which, which matchup? Which, name a matchup that the Bengals win. You know what I mean? That, that yeah. Start there and, and and find a way to justify taking. It's it, the Bengals were a really bad team last year. They got the number one pick, and they're only a three point dog. Like it, it's, it's, it's incorrect. It there's, there's a little hype action going on here. And you know, you look at their offensive line last year, 26th in line yards and 20th and in adjusted sack rate. And that's the area where he's not gone against the pass rush like this. I know he played in the sec, Sean. I know Burrow played in the sec. I know he won a national championship. He's in for one. And uh, it's not often you get an opportunity to fade a rookie. And only have to lay three points to do it. So take yeah. the Chargers. Ingram and posts are legit. Next up, Arizona heads to San Francisco, where the Niners are seven point favorites, minus three ten on the money line. Arizona plus two fifty five. Forty seven and a half is the total. Feels chalky, but gotta take the seven points with Arizona here. They played them they played them tight twice. A little bit of hype here, but a lot of questions about San Francisco, Sean. I'll let you go uh, on this one, but I I'm taking the points. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, it, it's worrisome to me all the hype that that Arizona is getting, and, but Kyler has played well against uh, San Francisco. Like you're saying, they've kept it close. 
I, I think air. I don't know. I'm just kind of still out on this 49ers team, right? He he can use his legs. He can improvise. He can yeah, do things. No, that's off all the schedule. stuff that I'm saying. Jimmy G doesn't know anything about off schedule. His personal assistant is off powdering his fucking nose. I just, there's so much question to me about this Niners team. Another team coming off the hangover, a lot of moving parts, a lot of guys banged well, up. A lot. I mean, all their pass catchers are injured. Kyle Shanahan, I do think, is a better coach than uh, Cliff Kingsbury, who I worry. I'm I'm still worried about this Cardinals team, Ryan, and that they, they become the Browns of last season, right? Where they're hyped up, second year quarterback going to make the huge leap, but you're overlooking obvious flaws in their coaching game. And then Cliff Kingsbury, it's like, what are you going to do about the defense? I mean, yeah, they they drafted that a uh, linebacker that should be able to help in the pass coverage, but. I mean, I love how you. you I, I forgot about. Isaiah I forgot Simmons his name. name. Isaiah Simmons. Does does Kittle just not destroy them in this game? I think Kittle probably has a good game, but I think the problem and the reason you're backing Arizona here has less to do about Kittle dominating the Cardinals and more to do with the fact that the Cardinals were able to score on the Niners last year. The Cardinals weren't shut down by that defense in, in both matchups. I believe they went north of 25 points and. You know, when it comes to this Niners team, if you can put up some points against them, and again, we we have question about this defense, even right where we're placing a key linchpin to this defense. He's now off in, in Indianapolis, and he's being replaced replaced by Kinlaw, the rookie. We don't know what that's going to do to this defense. Yeah, and if they take at all a step back, they already had sh- trouble with Kyler. So I'm not as high on Arizona for the season, but. I'm definitely high on Arizona in this spot, Sean. As they say, you don't bet teams, you bet numbers. This is a good number. Next up, Sean. Yes. We still we've only disagreed. I'm on going one. Arizona seven as well. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you already said No, that. yeah. I mean, just just to clarify. Just officially, officially official. Last of the afternoon kicks, the game of the day. Tom Brady and the Bucks head to New Orleans. Empty stadium? Empty stadium, correct? New Orleans, yes. New Orleans minus three and a half, minus one eighty-five on the money line. Tampa plus one sixty. Forty-eight is the total. Sean, do it. What do you mean? Go. You go first. <coughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm on the Bucks. We were talking about this with Burr. Um, I, I New Orleans just starts slow year after year, and this is this is Tom Brady's Super Bowl. Like I I think they could, you know, week two. I, I think week two they go into Denver. That could be a tricky game, but. Week one in New Orleans again. This is kind of like a Super Bowl for him, and he's he's gonna want to avenge that loss at home. He's gonna show off the new toys. Mike Evans dealing with the quad injury. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. Changes everything if Godwin's gonna get on. This is a great quote though. Rob Gronkowski said he's not worried about pumped in crowd noise in the Superdome because Bruce Arians pumped quote the most brutal annoying noises he can possibly put on. I think I started to go insane. It was very obnoxious the whole entire time. I can't see it being any worse. So Gronk, maybe his brain is broken, but I think he's going to catch a couple passes in the. I think this has shootout written all over it. Yeah, I just maybe that's a little too obvious, but and I don't think I even got to giving out a pick while we were talking to Bill. But for me, what I've settled on here in the past when new Orleans has quote started slow, especially against those bucks teams, it's because they were caught by surprise. No one's getting caught by surprise when Tom Brady 
is coming into town. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. No one. I mean, come on. This is the ultimate situation to put Tom Brady in his place. He's weak. He's with a new team. He doesn't know what it's going to look like on the field. And oh, by the way, you dangle me the beautiful three and a half point favorite. I'm gonna take the Saints. They have the best roster. But in I, the I NFC. don't think I don't think New Orleans is gonna be motivated like that. They don't have any bad blood against Brady. They, you know, what do they no, give a shit about, about showing up week one? It's not about having bad blood against Brady. It's about that they're not gonna fall asleep at the wheel because this is the fucking dream team coming into town, right? They're 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 coming off the bus. They got Ferraris. They got Lamborghinis. They got Escalades. I just think there's an element to a lot of news clippings, a lot of talk about the Tampa Bay Bucks, and the Saints are sitting there like, "Hey, we've dominated this goddamn division. Shut the fuck up. You're old. You're washed up. We're gonna put you in your place. Key game. Start the season. Saints roll. Yeah, I think the three and a half too. It's, it's kind of telling you which side to take. In yeah. my opinion, uh, no, I, I like I like Tampa here. I think they show up. They and Tampa has had New Orleans number a number of times. And you're right, maybe they were overlooking them, but I, I think this Tampa Bay defense is solid. And I, I'm a little worried about New Brady Orleans turning the ball last over. Year, so I, I mean, let's I mean, is, uh, Drew Brees is he amazing? Come he, on, he's close too. He's going to check it down to Michael Thomas a ton. So there's going to be PPR fantasy points between him and Kamara for that, sure. That team knows what to do with Brees, and that's the difference. They're going to put Taysom Hill in, and he's going to throw an interception. Next up, Sunday night football in beautiful Los Angeles, without fans, as the Dallas Cowboys opening head, a stadium, no fans. Head to Very Los fitting Angeles for Los Angeles. <laughs> head to Los Angeles. To take on the Rams, where the Rams are three point home dogs, plus 135 on the money line. Dallas minus 155. 51 and a half is the total. I heard, Sean, that Dallas is going to be the best offense in the history of the NFL this year. And Michael Irvin has already told us that CD Lamb joining the team is is just like when Kevin Durant joined the <laughs> Oklahoma or uh, the Golden I've State heard Warriors. a lot of shitty analogies working in sports. That may be the worst one. And we saw Zeke. We saw Zeke being faded. We saw Zeke being fat. And what do you insult saw, Michael Irvin? Do you call him a crackhead? He's an admitted crackhead. No, you don't. You just. It isn't. In fairness to Michael Irvin, it's impressive he's still employed by a television. Well, and again, like he said when he got caught with the crack pipe, he was just holding it for a friend. And <laughs> I call me crazy, Ryan. Wait, I believe him. Are you suggesting that Michael Irvin was there when Odell <laughs> Beckham, Beckham got shit on, and he was just holding it for a friend? All right. I mean, obviously we're not taking the Cowboys. They both love crack. And I think the reason we both are going to say we like the Rams is because Aaron Donald and that defensive line should be able to wreck, wreck the running game of da Dakota Prescott. Well, and Lael Collins is out for three weeks on IR for the Cowboys. But the better point is that while you may not like Jared Goff and Jared Goff sucks Island has, you know, we've made yep. some money in the real estate market over there. He should be able to carve up this secondary. He should be able to have an advantage. So, you know, we don't have to justify why we're fading the Cowboys. It's in our contract. It's always going to happen. But certainly when I see the Cowboys as a three point home or three point road favorite, it just tickles me. Cause I, I know where I'm going right to the window. Yeah, give me the give me the Rams. Obviously, never going to pick the Dallas Cowboys on the podcast. But to point out to uh, Mike McCarthy, this Mike McCarthy genius storyline. Where is this coming Six from? Six months ago, when he got hired, people weren't stoked. 
He was he's and, who and, was stoked. And they drafted CeeDee Lamb and all of a sudden he's a genius. Like, no. They still have they they have a ton of issues in their defensive backfield. I mean, you want to talk about being able to prepare for a game. I, I think the Rams can scheme up a decent um a, a decent passing game against this against this Cowboys offense and yeah, like yeah, and it's it's a huge mismatch. It really is. And uh, again, I, I think the Rams defensive line shows up. I, I just don't see, I don't know, man. I just love that all the hype that Dallas is getting. They're there the expectations are flying through the roof. Will we, even though it's in COVID, there's no fans, will we still see an angry Jerry Jones? There's nothing better than a primetime game. And you see Jerry Jones cutting it, they cut to him in the booth and he's or he storms out or he can't look. He's got his hands behind his eyes and then he's given some fiery press conference. I mean, what's the yeah, it, plus we've been harping on these soft tissue injuries. Amari Cooper dealing with the hamstring issue. He's a real he's a guy that goes super hot and cold. I mean, what what a Yeah, I, I guess this is another one of those games where yeah, everyone's going to be betting the Cowboys. So you probably want to even wait on this one, Sean. You might get a three and a half. But I, I do think the the Rams they at least are equipped to to shut down the Cowboys and, and make this different difficult for Rain and Mr. Mike. Wait, I, I still don't get this hype. I don't know where it's coming from. Cowboys fans were not excited before COVID. I think this is just COVID <laughs> excitement. Monday night football, Sean. We of course are going to be doing some Monday night Madden. Yeah. Uh, we think we're going to start sometime around two o'clock, two thirty on the East Coast or on the West Coast. Uh. Simulating the Madden game, the we're early gonna be, one. We're going to be simulating the Giants Steelers. Oh, uh, this is awesome! I'll get a nice win rolling into a nice win. I'm going to win twice yeah. with the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday night. God you bless this parlay country. The Giants or the Steelers and the Steelers. The Steelers simulated Steelers with real Steelers Love on the it. road in the beautiful Meadowlands are six point road favorites, minus two forty on the money line. Denny Dimes at home plus two hundred forty six and a half is the total. You were you've been touting this since it was three and a half, Sean. I already bet it. Yep. You got to feel pretty smart. It's all the way to six. It makes me wonder when do we start buying back on the all rise New York Giants and Joe Judge because when if there's they, one when thing they get I've a been, defense when they get it uh, between now and Monday if they find a defense somewhere in the Meadowlands you just took the Cardinals maybe there's one hiding hiding underneath a uh, a bench somewhere. Ben Roethlisberger missed a bit of time. This is his first game back. Has not had the ability to shake the rust off. And did I mention all rise? The culture is changing. It's happening swiftly. And I don't, Sean. I don't. Uh, you've mentioned a lot of things about coaching and how important it is and the team camaraderie. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's all I see in New York because <laughs> whatever you want to say about Mr. Joe, Sir Joe Judge, all rise. He has this team ticking. And you might be right about the defense. You might you might yes. be right about uh, shake off the rust. They call that defense WD forty. It's it's ideal for getting rid of rust. But I think the offense could make a little noise against what people will be talking about as a top defense in the National Football League. Daniel Jones, I'm sure you've probably heard this on all the mainstream media, but he put on 15 pounds of muscle. <laughs> And he it's is all ready in his legs to go to war. I love the weapons around him. The offensive line should take a massive step forward with Soldier opting out for the year. Sean, Nate Soldier was really bad, but he was your starter. Yeah, the guy backing up Nate Soldier is much worse. No, they upgraded. <laughs> you Pittsburgh, can't do worse than Soldier. 
You yes, can't you do can. Worse. And you're about to see it Monday night. Pittsburgh led the league in turnovers last year with 38. Giants yeah, I'm a little worried in the about league in giveaways at 33. I'm a little concerned about TJ Watt. TJ Watt, <laughs> Minka Fitzpatrick going against this Giants offense. Yes, please. 80% of the money. Put it in my belly. 80% of the money. Ryan, who's going to cover Juju Schuster out of the slot? Uh, have you been, James Conner. Are you aware of Bradbury Island? Yes. It's right next to Jared Goff sucks island. Blake Martinez, much better in real life than in the Sims. <laughs> I am ready. Sean, you can take your chalky six point favorite here with yeah. the Pittsburgh Steelers, but don't come crying to me when my New York Giants. Danny Dimes and All Rise. I didn't even get to talk about Freddie Kitchens. I didn't even get to talk about Jason Garrett. <laughs> That's Let's what go. I should be saying. Saquon Barkley. Let's go. I should be pointing out Jason Garrett, Freddie Kitchens, He's finally Joe back. Judge, the Brain Trust. They're calling it. Everyone is back at their level. The Holy Trinity. Freddie Kitchens. Joe Judge, Freddie Kitchens, and Jason hey, Garrett. By the way, Sean, the Father, can... the Son, and the Holy Ghost. God bless these three. Who's the Holy Ghost? Jason Garrett. I was gonna. Well, J- yeah, Jason Garrett because he's super white and he's a ginger. Then they don't have any soul, so he's clearly the ghost of the group. Uh, the father is Freddie Kitchens, and the son yeah. who's going to die for the sins. Joe Judge. Mm, Joe Judge. I, I like what he's doing. I'm very hyped up for the season. I'm all. I'm all rise, all in. Right. Sean, I got my ticket for the Giants to win the Super Bowl. Bet it at the Golden Gate Circus Sportsbook. Well, God bless the folks over at Circa. And I, I'm sure they're going to appreciate you. Give me the Giants plus six. Yes, Sean. I, I, I'm going to say I, 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 uh, I'm assuming they're going to appreciate your donation, Ryan. And as we know, they're building a great. Oh. I mean, that's just going to add another layer to their stadium swim over there. So <laughs> you'll be happy to know you're you're putting your money in good hands with our buddy Derek over there at Circus Sports. Kramer, you're just out of your. I mean, oh, I get it. You're a fan. You know, I, I'm <laughs> I'm an unbiased handicapper. You're a you know you're kind of an amateur fan who you know, doesn't use advanced data and uh, advanced gut enzymes for your <laughs> handicapping. So I had some yogurt this morning, Sean. My oh, dude, really I'm loving good. I'm loving Greek yogurt. It's get me back. <laughs> I can drink whiskey now. It's awesome. My life's back to normal. The nightcap, seven twenty on the West Coast. Tennessee heads to Denver, where Tennessee is now a two and a half point favorite, minus one thirty five on the money line. Denver plus one fifteen. Forty one is the total. This has got to be due to Von Miller news, and I don't I don't want to break it, burst anyone's bubble, but Von Miller ain't worth two and a half points. Or whatever the move has been uh, since his injury news, Denver should not be a home dog. You you called humidity early with the Florida teams. The elevation will certainly play a role. Yeah, and Tennessee was a fun team last year. Tennessee t- hashtag tighten up, whatever you want to say. I, I already gave you my rallying cry for this year. Tannehill's got to show me he can do it, and this is a tough spot to do that. They drafted Bradley Chubb for a reason. They have reinforcements. You could argue Von Miller wasn't great last year. Yada yada yada. We like the offense. Let's go. This is just a bad line. Period. Yeah, I mean, again, um, I think Denver kind of rallies around Locke. I, I like all the uh, all the skill players they have on offense, and I think their defense is kind of built to slow down that Tennessee pound the rock play action. I think they actually match up pretty well against it. Certainly not having Von Miller that hurts, but it's not worth three points, three and a half points. That's crazy. If you're getting, if you're getting the Broncos at plus two and a half, 
And also worth pointing out the time that this game is kicking mm. off 10, 10 PM on the East coast, 10, 20, actually 10, 20. So I mean the third and fourth quarter, it's going to, it could be, it's going to feel like 1.00 AM for uh, this Titans team. Again, that's bedtime. No preseason, no, no, uh, no exhibition, exhibition games. Like they're and, just going to be out of sorts. And if you've never been at elevation, it also makes you tired. Yes. And Melvin, as Melvin Gordon pointed out, who plays for the Broncos. And I don't think I'll have a big game. Philip Lindsay is the guy that Denver native Colorado boy, he's drafted. They're going to pound the rock to him. And uh, I think Judy gets involved a little bit Sutton. Like I, I like the guys they have on that team yeah. and they actually have the ability to pound the rock. And that's how you kind of offset the Titans. And I, I just think they had so much momentum last year. They, they put everything on the line. Literally, the coach threatened to cut off yeah, his own yeah. dick. How do you get up for a game after that? And you just pay Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill, the two <laughs> hungriest motherfuckers on your team, yeah. the big dog. You know, my I have two dogs. You know, when they don't want to eat for the it the time they're not interested in food is right after they've eaten for like five minutes. But then they're hungry again. That's like Derrick Henry. He actually got a giant piece of steak. And that guy, what is it like? Another 400 carry season? Yeah, and I think well, I 400 mean, touches. Look, I think whether or not you like Derrick Henry and think he's going to have a year, he, but Derrick Henry at elevation, like, there's no way he can be in amazing shape and then go up at elevation and dominate. I, I will be intrigued to see if he can do what he normally does, which is wear teams down and, and and be effective in the fourth quarter. You would think it would be the flip. The defense used to being at the elevation in better shape. Gonna be hard for Tennessee to to keep up. I think in the third and fourth quarters, this might be one where maybe you look to play Broncos in the second half, Sean. Uh, maybe they wear down more in the second half. And oh, by the way, the majority of the tickets and the money on Tennessee. Tennessee as a road favorite. I, I know we should probably get out of the habit of saying road favorite, but again, while the crowd may not be there or may be at a partial situation. These other environmental variables, yeah, matter. weather and that kind of stuff. Like, I think that's when you factor in the home field. So you don't just blindly put three points to the uh, to the home team. You actually look at the situation. And for Denver, I think it's a legit home field advantage in Carolina, in Jacksonville, Miami, probably week two. Uh, I, I think I those mean, are legit home field advantages. At a minimum, Denver's at least a point or two advantage for being at home here. And so you're saying that Tennessee is is. Four points better on a neutral field? No way! Come on, get out of here. That feels like the that momentum, that heat check that they had going at the end of year, it's gone. It's gone, Sean. And and look, just like that, sixteen games, and we only disagreed three times. How how about that? It's just that easy, Ryan. Time for our lock, dog, and tease. Happy presented by mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP. Kramer, you have the honors. Lock. What are you doing? You know, coming into the the weekend or coming into this show, I I was fully prepared to pull the trigger on just saying Detroit minus three. (laughs) But I've been given there's just been so much pause that I'm just gonna I'm not gonna overthink it. I'm just going to fade the Bengals. I'm going to fade the Bengals. This Chargers team is a professional team, and they're gonna walk into this this win. And give me the Chargers minus three. I, I I continually look at this number and just don't quite understand it for my dog. Or do you want to go with a lock for? How do we do this? I give you all three. Right? Yes. All right. Thank you. 
Uh, for my dog. <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? I'm not. You, I'm not yelling. You at couldn't you. remember. For my dog, give me Carolina plus one forty-five. Ooh, small dog. All right. Is that too small? No, that's fine. If I was know. gonna, it, it, I mean, don't worry. Cowboy. I got a big dog for the listeners. <laughs> my boy, and, Dark Man X, and I have a have a big dog for you. And for the tease, let's uh, let's remember how to do these correctly. Baltimore minus one and a half. Let's get. Uh, this isn't a ton of key numbers, but let's uh, let's get Philly down to a pick. And for the last leg of my tease, give me Denver plus eight and a half. Ooh, okay. I like that. All right. What do I do for my lock? I really like I really like that Denver game. Do I lock that up? Or do I just say, oh man, I really like the Bills. I've been I've been talking so much about the Bills. Fuck it. Let's do it, Buffalo. This is for you. Lock it up, Bills, minus six and a half. Dog. Again, I could be like Ryan and give you a little uh, you know. Little Pomeranian, little Take Chihuahua. It. Give them the Dolphins, bro. Miami Dolphins. Is what? that who you're taking? Oh, yeah. Plus two fifty five over at mybookie.ag. Fins up, America. God you, bless them. You're gonna go Jacksonville. Ah, uh, yeah. It's a real savage play. Not insane. All right, for my tease. Let's see. I'm gonna copy rhyme with the uh, Denver plus eight and a half. I like that. Yeah. Um. Tampa Bay nine and a half, love that one. And then, boy, if you like Atlanta, that's a nice tease too. Yeah, I don't though. That's a problem. And I could, uh, you know what? You don't uh, think I was going to say Houston, but now nah, that's Steelers. All right, yeah, Steelers you're right. Bitch. Pittsburgh pick. Dare oh man, that, that's you. easy. Okay, Kramer, we're in the uh, Circus Survivor oh, contest. Yeah. We're doing it here. Yes, let's we, do it here. Contractually obligated to pick a team. I, I think Buffalo Bills, they're at home. They circle the wagons. They're against the fucking Jets. I'm well, writing in Bills unless you change my mind. Well, I mean, you know, part of what people have to do when they they look at a survivor entry is you want to look down the down the down the season. Are we gonna have a better opportunity to take the Bills? No, maybe not. This is a home game at home against the Jets. Against the Jets early in the season, maybe you're saying late season against the Dolphins at home is the spot you want to take them. I don't see another spot on the schedule that jumps out to me, Sean. Fire. Let's take the Buffalo Bills. Oh God. Okay, and uh, nothing for- like a thousand dollar entry to a survivor <laughs> pool and, and the proxy fee. Don't forget that, Ryan. <laughs> Now yeah, we have to pick uh, five games oh for the odds shark capper cup. This week will be easy because we agree on a lot of these same ones. So uh, are we also going to make this our entry in the circuit millions? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. So obviously throw our locks in there to start. Okay. Chargers minus three Buffalo minus six and a half. I think we're both loving some Denver, Denver plus two and we a both half Love Denver. And what are the, what are the other, other remaining ones? I think we, I mean, it's chalky, but we both like Seattle. Yes. And we both like Carolina. Yeah. Carolina's too weird. Carolina's but isn't scary. that isn't that just weird enough to be a good contest play? All right. You know what? Fuck it. Matt Rule, let's go. Or, so or, I mean, I, I would I would just I'm not trying to construct a a balanced card, but 
Carolina jump. I'm okay not doing Carolina. If there's something else you would prefer in that, so I think we agree. Minute, well, you know what? Carolina plus three. I mean, as a podcast, we're clearly very anti John Gruden. It's it's on brand to fade Gruden week one going to the or, East. Coast. Or do we take the Rams? Because nah. that's another spot where it just would suck to have the Cowboys ruin something for yeah. us. All right, so All I right, like so that. Chargers minus three. Bills minus six and a half, Denver plus two and a half, Seattle minus two, Carolina plus three. Those are our Capra Cup picks. Nice. And uh, Capra Cup is like Odd Shark got a bunch of top handicappers and us to go. Wait, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> to go head to head. They got a, a bunch of almost top handicappers. Exactly. And, and the us. most entertaining sports gambling podcast out there, the sports gambling podcast. Perfect time to say thank you, guys. We made it to another NFL season. Again, we couldn't do it without you guys. Appreciate everyone who is spreading the word. I, I know a lot of people tell tell a friend, tweet it out on social media. Like that's how this thing is going to grow. Yep. We're not one of these like big network podcasts. <laughs> Just a couple of uh, guys mean, pulling together a podcast network. Plenty of girth, but up their boot by their bootstraps, and we rely on you guys to spread the word. And uh, I really appreciate that. And sign up for the free roll football contest. All the info is on our website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. Again, we're trying to give you guys money. Uh, and the more people that are in, the bigger the prize pool. Tune in Thursday night, 5 p.m. Pacific for the pregame show, and then 9 a.m. Sunday mm. for the pregame periscope, the return. Kramer, Sean, last it thing. You should remind people to subscribe. I know you already did, but yes. there might there's talks of an episode that's going to be dropping late Sunday night. And that episode might include some recap elements also might include some picks for the Monday, Monday night, night prop bets and mm. uh, maybe some showdown lineups ah. for the DFS junkies. And there's two games. So, oh man, <laughs> tune into that and stay subscribed and keep spreading the word. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast and for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green and he is Ryan All rise. Kramer. Let it ride. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.